Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, you found it. You can stop right here. These are the two things you need to do for your treadmill at the gym, at home, wherever you run on your treadmill or hope to run on a treadmill now that it's getting into that time of year where it's freezing um, to reflect the energy cost of outdoor running, okay? Because we wanna make sure that when we're running on a treadmill, it's just as hard as when we're running outside. And this is how you do it. Let's go. Welcome everyone to Run Girl Radio. I'm Holly Dickinson, founder of Excel Strength and Conditioning, where we coach and empower female runners just like you across the world, making you faster, more knowledgeable, and set for a lifetime of injury-free running. Each week, I will be bringing you impactful information, creative solutions, and juicy running tips to get you one stride closer to your highest running self. Knowing that when curious and strong women are equipped with on-topic information and innovative solutions, there is no stopping us. Consider me your personal running coach in your back pocket. So join me and get ready to bust down some barriers, laugh at some running real talk, and get excited and energized as we have some fun finding our way together through this wonderful world of running. Ladies, welcome back. And we are going to dive in today's episode on treadmills versus outdoor running and kind of how they cross-relate, two tricks that you can use to altering and adjusting treadmills to make sure you're actually training properly and that your training doesn't take a hit um, if you're trying to go inside to train on a treadmill. And let's be honest, we all kind of gravitate to one of these modes of running um, more than the other. Or if you're like most of us, we rarely even step on the treadmill or we're just treadmill goers and we hardly ever run outside. So it can be completely petrifying. (laughs) And I want to break us down the barriers that are standing between us and potentially using a treadmill um, and seeing the positives in both sides so that you guys can strategically pull out and plug in and plug and play um, getting out there to run or getting on the treadmill and running on the treadmill because both have some great, great strengths to them and we really should be optimizing um, our outlook on them. So most of us post-COVID, if you guys are even past the COVID stage, wherever you're living in the world, um, maybe it's safe to return to gyms, maybe you don't have to wear masks when you're running on um, treadmills or training inside anymore, maybe you have the vaccine passport, There's a myriad of things. But if you're back at the gym because you missed it and you're paying a monthly membership, maybe you want to get bang for your buck. And whilst you're there, you may be paying the membership to actually use the treadmill. So maybe we can be using the treadmill. And some of you may be wanting to maybe invest in a treadmill because you've gotten into running and you're working from home and it's coming into cold season. If you live somewhere where it gets pretty freaking cold in the winter time and this could be a great option for you too days are getting shorter also you guys (laughs) anyway in the southern and northern hemispheres they are in the equator they're staying pretty much the same but it's going to be a little bit harder to make it out into your runs before the sun sets especially after work or when you put the kids to bed whatever your routines are looking like there's no denying it's getting darker way earlier and it's a bit of a safety hazard if we're heading out as it starts to get dark into our runs. 
some of us may be putting in more kilometers or mileage into our runs and we want to be a bit more efficient with our time, our energy, our resources, um, and the safety of our body too. So we're going to go over all of these things. And regardless of you being here, you're going to leave feeling more educated than when you came into this podcast and maybe making better and different decisions when picking either to hop on the treadmill and when to go outside for your runs. So let's dive right in. So there have been studies that have shown the support that VO2 max, so the measure of our maximal aerobic capacity as a runner, is the same when running on a treadmill as compared to outside. So this definitely proves that running on a treadmill is just as effective as running outside. So long as you do the two little things that I will mention below that allow you to accurately reflect the energy cost that's simulated for outdoor running on the treadmill. Okay, I'll show you those two secrets in a minute. But if we are looking at the biomechanical pattern of running, there were actually studies that showed that there was no change when the subjects ran on a treadmill versus when they actually ran outside. So we know that so long as we're not distracted by birds chirping or by the TV on our treadmill, that we actually are, there's no change in our form when we're running on a treadmill versus outside. Now, if we think about the action of running itself, we do have to think about pulling the ground underneath ourselves to accelerate when we're running outside. It's called triple extension. We're extending at the hip, knee and ankle to fully extend that leg back and press the ground backwards and away from us so that we can move forwards through space. Whereas we can get away with kind of hopping up and down on the treadmill. The belt is spinning underneath us and yes, we're moving our body, but we, we can kind of effectively get away from that full big stride um, as the belt can actually pull that foot back. So even if you run at the same pace on a treadmill as you do outside, you will actually generally expend more energy running outside because of this and because of other factors of nature like wind, etc. But as the belt is doing more of the work on a treadmill, outdoor running is actually metabolically more challenging for your heart, your lungs, and all the energy systems. So we must alter two things to make up for this on the treadmill, okay? So scientific research has actually proven that if you reset a grade of 1%, so that's an incline of the front of the treadmill up, it actually will reflect the energy cost and simulate outdoor running. So it's super important that we put it up so that we don't have that bounding effect um, of hopping basically on the treadmill. We actually have to do a little bit more work to flex up at the hip and fully extend back with each leg extension. We also have to make sure we're increasing our running velocity. So that's speed, pace, all interchangeable here by 15% of what you'd normally do outside on flat ground, okay? So... Let's go back to the first one. We gotta increase our incline or our grade to 1% and we have to increase our running velocity or speed or pace by 15% of what you'd normally do outside on flat ground. Now, most of us have some sort of a tracker device. Either we have Nike Run Club or Strava, if you're using those, or we record it on your phone. If you have an Android, usually there's some sort of tracking device for your fitness that will tell you how fast you're running per kilometer or per mile however, whatever your speed is. But sometimes we just run door to door. If you're not a phone user, or you don't like to use an app or a watch. And um, that's totally fine to figure out your velocity for your runs. But we must think, okay, it's got to be flat ground. Otherwise, we're taking in into account our time of running when we're going uphill or downhill, which may be drastically faster or drastically slower. And that will give us an inaccurate um, running velocity. So if we can take a time where we know we've been running on flat ground for the first maybe two kilometers of your 5k run and that's the speed that we can use to calculate this, perfect. So nice and simple, 
let's break it down. So if we're to run three kilometers in half an hour, so 0.5 of an hour, because again, when we're doing these calculations, we must make sure it's kilometers per hour or miles per hour. So use whatever your distance is. If it's three kilometers, you were able to run in half an hour. Then we do the distance divided by the time. So three divided by 0.5. That gives us six kilometers per hour. That's our, that's our speed. That's our velocity. That's our pace per kilometer. Now, if we times that six kilometers by 0.15, 15%, that gives us an answer for how much we is 15% <laughs> that we need to add on to that first kilometer. So I'll, I'll add this into the show notes so you're not absolutely confused. <laughs> but we're taking, again, three kilometers divided by 0.5 an hour. That's six kilometers per hour. Now we're taking 0.15, 15% times six. So that's 15% of six kilometers per hour is 0 0.09. Okay, that's 15% of that six kilometers an hour. Now we're gonna add that onto the six kilometers. So it's 6.9 kilometers per hour is a pace 15% faster than what we'd normally do our 3K pace in. Does that make sense? Or am I completely losing you? Again, if you're not one for numbers whilst you're driving and listening to this podcast, I will list it down low in the show notes, okay? But the benefits basically of this is that you can use this, implement it so that the treadmill setting is more accurately reflecting the energy costs um, and simulating outdoor running as it would be on your body, okay? Now, if we break down a little bit more, we are gonna go into the benefits of each, okay? We're not gonna do pros and cons because the cons are just gonna naturally come up and you're gonna notice um, what they are as we go through. Let's focus on the positives. So the benefits of outdoor running is that you can actually go uphill and downhill, okay? This is the first one. On a treadmill, yes, you can set your incline up, but most treadmills and gyms don't do decline. I know, think about that one, right? It doesn't go into the negative. You can get little stands that go into the back of your treadmill that, that put it into decline, but you actually have to get off your treadmill and set it up professionally, and, and that's just a lot of work. Unless you get a really expensive treadmill, and there are some that do go downhill. But that's a big thing to consider, especially if you like, especially if you are going to be racing, and it's got to be sport specific to the exact route that you want to race. And there are downhills, okay? Again, like I just mentioned, sport specific to racing outside, you're not going to get any closer than actually doing the outside running, okay? It's going to be all of the natural elements that you are in challenged with when you are doing outdoor running that is going to be simulated when you're training outside too, okay? So making sure that we are getting miles in if we are going to be competing outside is huge. Um, and this is also a great reminder that if you are outdoor and treadmill training, that just to make your outside running time more frequent than when you're on the treadmill, just so we make sure we are just staying more sports specific to getting ready for your race day. Now, we already talked about the benefits of being able to run uphill and downhill when you're outside, but we didn't include curves, right? Turns, curves. Um, spots where you're going to have to pivot and run around things um, and having bumps in the road too is going to simulate again that racing outside if you're doing trail running or even on the road you're going to have to be doing long turns to the left and to the right so making sure we're outside running or even on a track there are indoor tracks too um, so you can simulate that curve at least another thing is outdoor running is inexpensive versus investing in a gym membership or having to buy a machine and maintaining a machine too. Because remember, everything needs a little bit of TLC, but it's really important to think about that too, okay? It's 
the outdoor is there for all of us. It is ready to pick up and go <laughs> and implement into your routine. Zero excuses allowed. So that's a big one for outdoor running that treadmills can't quite provide um, with that inexpensive factor. The other thing that most of us run outside for is how lovely it is. It's engaging, right? And it's distracting the beauty of nature. We can be on trails. We can be running through town. We can be seeing different sights. That's the beautiful benefit of being outside and having the, the bounty that surrounds us. And just think about fresh air and time outside that you're spending. Most of us are spending our days inside, right? And we need to be spending some time in the fresh air. If you're by the ocean, if you're able to get out into the forest, into those negative ions and absorb those whilst you're on your runs, do it, do it. We need all of the nature we can get. We are born to be outside. But you guys, this is also where the beauty of treadmills accelerates way past the outdoors is when we're living in a city and when we are in areas where it is a bit more hazardous and we can't be running really beside busy, busy traffic, maybe wildfires here in BC. We have so many of them on the West Coast, especially in the summer and bad air pollution. If you are allergic to stuff, springtime's going to suck when you've got allergies and stuff is floating through the air and you're just breathing in at a higher rate. And yeah, we're going to be struggle bus city. So this is also where thinking about, okay, the time of year, again, the air quality, most of our phones show this on the weather app too. You can check it and just make sure that you are running in a, in a good time of year if you do have allergies. And if your run route is by busy traffic and it's rush hour, maybe, maybe let's skip that one. Or maybe let's run outside only on our longer distances when we're able to get out of the city or by the coastline. And maybe in the week we stick to the treadmills. So again, this adds lots of complexity and option and choice for us when we can think about treadmills aiding us in more of a supportive environment. Now, we talked about the benefit of running outside and it being specific to racing and having to do turns and downhills and uphills, but also when footing is bad, you guys. If it's raining really hard and it's slippery wherever you're running, or if you know that you're running on a trail and it's actually going to be a little darker, when you're running on that trail, that's not so safe. We're going to get a few more injuries. And actually, they found that injuries are way higher with us running outside than on a treadmill. And I know that might seem a little crazy because even I get a little bit scared of treadmills, especially when we get at faster rates. And you see things on YouTube, guys. Don't tell me you haven't seen like epic fails on treadmills because we've all seen those horrible like fly off the back situations. But thinking about treadmills coming in in and supporting us during those kind of times is huge. Um, for me, where I live on the West Coast, I'm very lucky that it's pretty mild climate. We are in the Hawaii of Canada. Yes, we are. And it does not snow very often, <laughs> probably like once a year and then it melts overnight, which is kind of very sad for all the children around here. But the footing is bad for most of the rest of Canada. And if you're in a part of the world where it does snow and it does stick and it does get icy, especially early in the morning, if you do go for your runs in the morning, just be careful that we are, you know, spending the time outside when it's the best footing conditions and opting for the treadmill when it's not. Now, this next one, not many people think about, <laughs> but it's what we got to think about when we're doing longer runs is practicing eating and fueling and drinking on the go. Now, if you run a longer race, you got to scoop up that cup and you got to run and you got to somehow drink it and digest it and be okay with the gels or the little pick-me-up packages that are going to keep you fueled, really, through your longer races. 
on the go. Now it's easier to get a handle on doing this without slowing down when you practice on a treadmill. If you're able to kind of master the really odd art of eating a gel packet or drinking properly whilst you're running at your at your pace on a treadmill is actually gonna facilitate this a little bit easier, okay? Um, then you can work into practicing it whilst you're on the ground um, and outside. But this is a really great pace to start is for your longer tempo runs to practice that eating and fueling if you are in those longer races and runs. Now, if you are running more kilometers, maybe you're ramping up for a race, or if you are just loving running and you're running every day of the week, shock absorption is so much better on a treadmill or on a really, really cushy surface um, if you are running outdoors. But for most of us, we do run on pavement or running on hard trail and um, not the fluffy chip stuff. So if you are putting in more kilometers into your body, make sure we're planning it out for success and thinking about maybe putting our shorter runs, making them all on the treadmill, and then our lovely long one that we really enjoy being out in nature for on the weekend when we can get to a good location. Or vice versa, maybe if you're like, I don't have time to drive all the way out of the city to do my long run, and I'd rather do my short runs in the city and then my longer one on the treadmill, do it, do it. If it's for your body, and you're again doing those higher kilometers, this is a great option. Also, the benefit of running on a treadmill is that if you're not close to where your actual run or your marathon or your course is taking place, and it's not in your area, you can mimic the elevation of courses. You can look up what the elevation looks like, and you can mimic those as you run the course on your treadmill. So again, you can put that incline up, maybe not the declines negatively, but you can kind of start to mimic the undulation of your race through your treadmill, um, unless you get really good <laughs> at planning your outdoor running so that there's the perfect hill that mimics the perfect hill that's on your race time. Um, so it's a much better way of actually doing a race one time through just to make sure your body is prepared for the elevation that you're gonna hit at certain intervals throughout that distance. Treadmills are nice and lazy also for if we're done work and we're brain dead and we don't want to think about planning a route or run the same dang route we always do outside. You can just hop on the treadmill and go, right? You've got a workout planned distance wise or you're like, I want to hit that 2k mark and I'm going to go this speed. That's literally all you need to think about. So that's the nice ease of treadmill, but really make sure that we are still alternating it with the outdoor runs if possible. Now that it's coming into the darker season in the Northern and Southern hemisphere and the daylight savings is <laughs> slipping away. The sun is setting so much earlier and rising so much later. Um, this is also another thing too. You can run at any hour of the day or night when you're on a treadmill. And sometimes running takes so many hours out of our day, especially if we're ramping up for a longer run, that when we're getting into those longer distances, we're like, we actually don't have enough time. We don't have enough time to run anywhere and everywhere that we can outside without losing the light. So this is huge, is we can run at any time of the day if you've got it in your gym. If you're, if you're a 24-hour gym even, you can go anytime, literally, of day or night to that gym. Or you can just go in the evening when it's already pitch black outside and it just wouldn't be safe to run. Lastly, you guys, is avoiding hazards. The great thing about treadmills, especially if you're gridlocked in the city, is avoiding the stop, start, stop, start of pedestrian signs <laughs> to cross the road. But also there's so much going on. And I don't know about you, but I listen to either podcasts or music when I run. And if I've got my headphones in and I've got the whole world going around me in a city, it's distracting and it's kind of stressful. I just want to run when I want to go out for a run. 
I don't want to be thinking about bike lanes, one-way streets, not looking both, looking both ways. We got stuff going around us a mile a minute. So being able to run on the treadmill, especially when you're in the city, kind of avoids all of that and frees us from that, especially when you don't have the time to drive across town to a certain spot that you know you can run at um, or wait until the weekend until you can do your longer runs, maybe further out of the city. But that's probably the best win of a treadmill is the convenience of it, of course. That's why they were made, which is the beauty of the, this man-made creation. All in all, treadmills, outdoor running, both are fantastic tools. And again, the studies show that you have the same VO2 max when running on a treadmill as compared to outside. So long as you set the grade to one and you increase that running velocity by 15% of what you'd normally do on flat ground, guys, you're golden. And at the end of the day, I want you to enjoy running. I want it to be convenient for you. I don't want it to be adding challenges and trickies to your day and to your training. So again, whatever is easiest, if it's easiest to get outside for that run, or it's easiest to get on that treadmill at the gym or the one at, maybe you've got one upstairs. Again, fantastic. Just make sure we're making it as even as we can for your lovely bodies to be well-rounded. And we are golden, you guys. I hope you put all the energy into your next run. Keep me updated. I want to hear about all of your antics and races as they come back in. I know the London Marathon happened recently here, and I am so pumped that these public events are now coming back as the world, you know, seemingly morphs its way through all this COVID craziness. Love to each and every one of you. Thank you so much, so much for listening in. And I hope you take one piece of lovely advice from this episode today and share it with someone that you love and you run with. Hey, podcast listener, do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.